Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, recently I've been fielding a lot of questions from new hobbyists, and not just new to the botanical method aquarium world, new to the hobby altogether. And a lot of them are asking, you know, questions about, can I start with one of these, these botanical tanks? They look so cool. And on first thought, my answer is, fuck no. You have to learn the basics of the hobby first. Ouch, a bit quick and decisive, right? And perhaps a bit contrary to the realities of what we do and experience with the Botanical Method Aquariums. I mean, I've often touted how I feel that once these systems are established, they're remarkably stable, relatively easy to maintain aquariums, right? Of course, there are some real qualifiers here. The first being after the system is established. Establishing a Botanical Method Aquarium, Blackwater, Brackish, or otherwise certainly requires some basic understanding of the principles of aquarium management i.e. establishing an aquarium. Specifically, the nitrogen cycle, an understanding of water quality assessment and management, and then stocking. You need to understand a little bit about the ecology of natural aquatic systems, how they function, how they evolve, and why they look the way they do. Yet, you can learn all these things. You can Google and you can study and even listen to you know, our podcasts and others and read our blog. Facts, processes, techniques. And then there's some things you can't really teach, like patience. You need, well, a shitload of it <laughs> in the aquarium hobby in general, yet especially in the natural botanical method aquarium sector. And the patience part, I feel that it's seminal, it's foundational, essential. I don't think you can teach that. I mean, perhaps you can be taught about why patience is so important. We can provide some expectations and explanations of how these systems establish, appear, and operate over time. We can offer guidelines about best practices and procedures. However, the best teacher is with so many things is experience. You have to dive in and do it. Beginner, intermediate, advanced, you have to do. Perhaps some things might be easier to an outright beginner, someone who has no preconceived notions about how an aquarium is supposed to look or what is considered natural, beautiful, etc., etc. There's a beautiful, almost innocent objectivity that we bring to the game when we're flat out beginners, right? We have little basis for comparison other than our own observations and our personal tastes. And that's actually an advantage in some respects, in my opinion. As far as I'm concerned, the hobby has been, for better or worse, influenced by schools of thought which seem to dogmatically dictate what is good, what is bad, and what is correct. And in a strange sort of way, hobbyists who stray off the generally accepted, well-trodden paths established by our hobby forefathers are often greeted with skepticism, cynicism, and sometimes outright disdain. That blows, in my opinion. And then there's the other end of the spectrum, the splashy, often vapid, sometimes downright bizarre presentation of the aquarium hobby found on social media. One trend I've noticed is that it's fueled by, that, that's fueled by social media is an almost fetishiza, fetish, fetishization, but I can't even say that word, uh, a fetishization of showing only the finished product of, you know, these gorgeous, pristine aquascape tanks with maybe just a little sampling of construction picks, usually just stage shots of products or unboxing stuff you know, read that shilling for the manufacturers, but little mention of the actual process, the challenges, the ugly parts of the, the, the work of establishing one of these aquariums. The result of this superficial, i.e. dumbed down, presentation of aquariums conveys the message that it's just all about buying stuff, artfully arranging some materials, and pow, finished awesome tank. Shit, it's so easy. Why isn't your tank this cool and sexy, right? 
It often results in frustration for the everyday hobbyist who can't seem to figure out why his or her tank isn't exactly like the one on the gram. Sure, the fundamentals of aquarium keeping and the mindset behind establishing successful aquarium systems isn't as sexy or gram-ready as pics of the finished product, but to operate from the position that everybody who sees these tanks has the underlying knowledge already is at best glossing over the realities, and at worst, it's downright irresponsible. We've got to talk more about process, about how these tanks work, the philosophy and the methodology behind them, and how to establish and maintain them. The beginner needs to see this stuff. To jump into any aquarium, botanical filled or otherwise, without having basic knowledge about stuff like the nitrogen cycle, fish stocking protocols, and husbandry techniques is, well, flat out stupid in my opinion. Now, I realize not everybody wants to and can produce content about aquarium keeping fundamentals, but maybe just touching on a few basics now and then would be cool. I challenge all of my fellow hobbyists who are influential in this social media-powered world to com- you know, to commit to touching on some of these underlying themes, these challenges, and these expectations on occasion when featuring your awesome work. Just taking a few seconds to explain this stuff, even posting just one pic of your, you know, in your feed showing your tank cycling or with the plants not looking perfect or the water not crystal clear can go a long, long way to gently give a dose of reality and expectation management in the splashy world of aquascaped aquariums. Now, I realize that there's plenty of material out there on how to start an aquarium or whatever, but I think it needs refreshing, updating, featuring for a new generation of hobbyists who are getting the bulk of their information from, you know, Facebook forums, Instagram feeds, and YouTube shorts. It's important for the future of the hobby. It'll assure more people get in and stay in the hobby. We need to evolve how we present the concept as much as we need to evolve the concepts themselves. Sadly, it has to be reinforced constantly. I can't tell you how many times a week I answer questions like, I just received my Enigma pack. Can I just add this stuff to my, you know, five gallon tank? What do I need to do? And I have a freaking website with gigabytes of stuff on this very topic and other related topics accumulated over years. And we're evolving this. I mean, I I had to check my ego a bit and accept that not everybody likes to read a daily blog. So I started this podcast in 2019. Getting some of the fundamental messages across requires us to adapt. We all need to evolve. More succinctly, we need to preach the underlying fundamental stuff, but in an evolved way. Part of the reason why we've spent so much time over the past few years in this blog and podcast chatting about the processes, the pitfalls, and the expectations you should have when establishing the systems that we advocate is to give everyone a very clear picture of what's actually involved. Makes sense. We're literally asking you to dump dead plant materials into your aquarium and let them decompose. To not touch on all this fundamental stuff and discuss the potential issues would have been irresponsible at every level. So yeah, getting back to the initial point of this whole thing, I believe that you certainly can start with a botanical method aquarium for your first project, but you absolutely need to familiarize yourself with the fundamentals of aquarium practice. And you can be successful right out of the gate. Of course, you just can't delude yourself into believing or thinking that it's a simple matter of tossing some leaves and twigs into a tank, filling it up, and bam, instant Borneo or whatever. Like the nitrogen cycle, formation of biofilms, environmental stability, etc. don't apply to you. Yeah, there are a lot of neophyte hobbyists and experienced ones for that matter who harbor these kind of beliefs. I've, I've talked to quite a few over the years. And based on gram reality, apparently there is no nitrogen cycle, just cool finished tanks, so yeah. As those of us in this game already know, it's a process, a journey, a learning curve. 
one that acknowledges that success is entirely achievable for those who make the effort to study, familiarize themselves on the basics, one that's almost guaranteed to kick the shit out of you if you leap without learning. It doesn't matter if you're an innocent neophyte unfamiliar with this stuff or even a seasoned hobbyist with decades of experience. You can be a beginner and one who's quite successful. We as a community just need to continue to do some of the heavy lifting to help everyone along. Expectations need to be set. As we all know, leaves and botanicals simply don't last indefinitely. They begin softening and decomposing shortly after they're added to the aquarium. Depending upon the particular botanical in question, they can last from a few weeks, as in the case of catapa leaves, for example, to many months for the harder seed pods like Cariniana or Sterculia. And of course, that means we need to adapt the idea that most botanicals are consumables for all intents and purposes, much like activated carbon, filter pads, etc., and that perhaps they need periodic replacement. Leaves, for example, should be topped off regularly to contribute to the ecological function of the aquarium just like a real tropical stream or body of water you know does as materials decompose or wash downstream the physical appearance and other characteristics like water movement will change over time and the fishes that live there will adapt they'll find new territories new spawning sites new feeding locations these are very natural behaviors which you just won't see in a more traditional static aquascape if you will expectations evolutions changes Part of the game that beginners and advanced hobbyists alone need to accept. By regularly replacing the botanical materials in your aquarium, you're constantly evolving or editing the habitat, creating a truly dynamic display for your fishes. And if you look at your botanical method aquarium over several months or longer, for example, you'll see this clearly. Now, nature does a certain percentage of this for us because as mentioned above, stuff decomposes, softens, breaks down, whatever. And this results in subtle or not so subtle changes over time, whether we intervene or not. Sure, the basic structure of the aquascape will likely be the same, but the smaller scale niches within the tank, as well as the colors, textures, and, I don't know, negative space within the habitat will vary and they'll evolve. Similar in some respects to a planted aquarium, a botanical method aquarium can be pruned to keep a rough form, yet will evolve in subtle ways on its own, despite our interventions. And this fascinates me. And there's that concept when the aquarium, you know, of when the aquarium is actually finished. Over the years, I found that the thrill of starting up a new aquarium just never seems to fade. However, one of the things that I'm realizing is that I've never been in any particular hurry to get my tank finished. I mean, I don't think a tank ever is really finished. It's more like the system reaches some level of function and appearance that you may have envisioned before you started the project. And you tell yourself, yeah, this is what I wanted. My aquarium hobby philosophy is predicated on one simple idea, radical patience. So what's radical about patience? Come on, Scott. Well, is there some special meaning to this? Well, well, not really. It's as much about common sense as anything, actually. Yeah, common sense. However, in today's Insta world, the concept of taking the time to establish an aquarium is sort of, well, radical, as is the patience required to go slowly and steadily and not worry about what everybody's thinking on the fucking Instagram feed. That's not jumping right into something, taking a bit of time or even a long time to allow your aquariums to run in and develop before pushing them along. I mean, why are we always in such a hurry to get fishes in? Having set up, you know, more than a few systems in my time, I never seem to be surprised at my own true hobbyist style and patience. Let's face it, once we get the plumbing done, the lighting tweaked, the leaks sealed and the aquascaping set, we're seemingly hell-bent on getting some fishes in there. I mean, we've waited so long for, you know, first water in the tank that it's time to enjoy the fruits of our labor. It's like we need to get the fishes in there right away, even just a few, right? 
Well, can't really blame us, right? However, there may be some compelling reasons to wait just a bit longer. I mean, would you want to move into a house that didn't have a refrigerator full of food? I mean, I wouldn't, for sure. Unlike humans, of course, fishes seem to have not lost their genetic programming for grazing and hunting food. Let's face it, most of the waking hours of aquatic animals are devoted to acquiring food and, you know, reproducing. Not a bad life. They need to have some food sources available to hunt and graze for. That's reality. So unleashing a group of fishes into an almost sterile aquarium seems decidedly at odds with the evolutionary adaptation which our fishes have. Yet from a strictly human perspective, most of us would rather have parts of our vital organs snip before we'd wait several weeks or more to add fishes to our new aquariums. It's just the way we are. As a reefer, my patience has really evolved over the years. My friends have finally learned to stop asking me, how's the tank looking after it's been set up for just a few weeks? Because they know damn well by now that my tank looks essentially the way it did the day I set it up, at least from an animal stocking perspective. I simply don't start adding tons of animals until the system has evolved to the point where I feel that it's ready. This approach actually has origin in my youth. Like now, I was really into fish. However, with limited funds, I often had to do things in stages. It could literally take months to get a tank set up as I accumulated the funds. So sometimes then the then would, you know, the tank would then be filled, you know, filled to the, with, with stuff and just sit. And it was after taking a few months to get to that stage. It actually was such a regular process to me that it kind of became a habit. I mean, I was and still am pretty adverse to getting a tank up and running and populated in just a few days. I mean, that, that bit about being poor really helped, right? I sometimes feel like I'm rushing things too much. Interestingly, nature sort of supports my approach. With reef tanks or the natural botanical method aquariums that we play with here, the latency period when the tank's running in gives the ecology of the tank a chance to establish itself. The microfauna, which make up the foundation of our closed aquatic ecosystems, will colonize, they'll multiply, unmolested and unhurried during this time. I believe that it gives an aquarium a greater degree of long-term success. And there's a lot to be said for simply doing nothing when you're experiencing something like, I don't know, cloudy water, for example. Yes, your chorus instinct is screaming at you to do something, but the reality is that it's so much better to simply wait it out and let nature sort things. Remember, there is no rush. There is no finish line. It all starts with an idea and a little bit of a waiting game and a belief in nature, a trust in allowing natural processes which have guided our planet and its life forms for eons to develop the, to the extent that they can can in our aquariums rituals that we engage in and stages that we go through in our aquariums are remarkably analogous to the processes which occur in nature think about that for a second for example like a tree falls in the forest right wind and gravity determine its initial resting place it's kind of similar to you playing around with and positioning your wood pieces until you get them where you want them and you know in a place that holds next other materials like leaves and perhaps a few rocks or twigs become entrapped around the fallen tree and its branches it's like when we set a few anchor pieces of hardscape material into the tank right then the rains come streams overflow and the once dry forest floor becomes inundated you know that's when we fill the aquarium with water right it starts to evolve to come alive in a new way the action of water and rain helps set the final position of the tree and the branches and wash more material into the area influenced by the tree that's like, you know, equivalent to when we place more botanicals and rocks and leaves or whatever in place. The area settles in a bit with occasional influxes of new water from the initial rainfall. You know, we make chemistry tweaks and that little water is needed. 
Fungi, bacteria, and insects begin to act upon the wood and botanicals which have collected in the water. Kind of like what happens in our tanks, right? Mm, Biofilms are gorgeous, aren't they? (laughs) Gradually, the first fishes begin to follow the food and populate the area. You know, we add our first fish selections based on our stocking plan. The aquatic habitat is continuously enriched by the decomposition of leaves, wood, and botanical materials, creating new food supplies, spawning locales, and biological stability. And it continues from there. You get the picture? Sure, I can go on and on drawing parallels to every little nuance of tank startup, but I think you know where I'm going with this stuff. Yet when we think about our aquariums this way, the parallels are striking, aren't they? And the thing we have to deploy at all times in this process is patience and an appreciation for each and every step in the process and how it will influence the overall tempo and ultimate success of the aquarium that we're creating. When we take the view that we're not just creating an aquatic display, but a habitat for a variety of aquatic life forms, we tend to look at it as much of an evolving process than a step-by-step procedure for getting somewhere. Taking the time to consider, study, and savor each phase is an amazing thing. And I'd like to think that as students of this most compelling aquarium hobby niche, that we can appreciate the evolution as much as the finished product, if there even is such a thing in the aquarium world. It all starts with an idea and a little bit of a waiting game and a belief in nature, a trust in the natural processes which have guided our planet and its life forms for uncounted eons. Fools rush in. Smart hobbyists enjoy the process. Stay excited. Stay enthralled. Stay observant. Stay appreciative. Stay patient. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tent and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.